Yes. Okay. We are live. This is exactly what you think it is. It is the Rojo Show. How's everybody doing? Everybody good? Sorry about that. Oh, the Rojo Show episode. I'm not sure. Let's check it out. Let's see what episode we're on. And then while I'm also on the internet, Facebook Live didn't work well for me. Who's that? I don't even know you like that, baby. When you get the invite from somebody on Facebook that you don't know, I guess I'm I'm really funny acting about who I accept on Facebook. I'll be like real slow motion to like people and let people into my uh, my Facebook shit. Not that it's anything like so awesome or crazy on there. Just I don't know. Ill nigga. This is the first video podcast. This is also the first podcast at the Lions Den. Um, I think that's what I call the spot, the podcast studio. Um, it's also been referred to as the dojo because that rhymes with rojo are my lips dry put something on my lips just in case that's something my mom or my dad would tell me your lips was dry um shout out to carmex for bringing back the mint carmex let's talk about what a what a staple that should be in everybody's Grooming repertoire. See a little heat back there. It's a little heat back there. It's a little heat back there. Uh, rest in peace, my dreams of having those silver bullets. I definitely missed out on those shits today. Um, but you know, you live and you learn. This is probably going to be the last time I miss out on some shoes on some dumb shit though, for real. Because I really wanted those, and I didn't. I, I just wasn't paying attention. Like no trade apparently had them. On the 7th And now everybody's posting pictures of, Oh I got them I'm flying mine And it's annoying Hold on I'm typing right now All my attempts to go live on Facebook Like they never work And I don't know why Maybe it's something I'm not doing right But <clears throat> I got some nice guests lined up for the podcast, so hopefully that'll help. It might help. It might not. But, oh, so there's a lot of stuff going on. Did anybody see the Troy Ave uh, interview? I don't want to start off talking about the Troy Ave interview, but it was very interesting. My favorite quote, I think, from the Troy Ab video is, I didn't know if it was, if I was still alive or if my spirit was whipping the foreign. Bro, <laughs> I, why isn't there a Troy Ab challenge? Because his story was way better than Soldier Boy's. The Troy, Ab, the Troy Ab challenge would be epic because it would be hard, though, because he hit you with some shit. I didn't know that my spirit was whipping the foreign. I didn't say I was the, I didn't say I want to be like Tupac. I said I'm the new Pac. 
And now he got the new Pac mixtape or the new Pac album coming out, whatever that shit's going to be. But listen to that interview. I was trying to listen to the interview of his brother, Banger's brother, I guess was like in some kind of response. But um, that shit was, it wasn't nearly as entertaining as... Uh, that nigga Troy Av. I don't listen to any of his music. Maybe I should. Maybe I should check out some Troy Av shit. But uh, I don't know. It wasn't his. His the interview was way more compelling to me. Um, Troy Av. He was the one that was talking about Joy Badass's friend that killed himself. That was kind of disrespectful. But what are you gonna do? Apparently, in a battle rap, anything goes. You know. You're supposed to be able to say whatever. But talking about a nigga that committed suicide, oh, that's kind of hardcore. If you're hearing a lot of that background noise, that is because the lion's den is in a 24-hour rehearsal studio, and there are other people that make noise. So that's where that comes from. A little rock. I be banging my hip-hop shit. Like when I was doing my mask-off challenge yesterday, Mind you, if you haven't seen that, check it out. It's on my Instagram page, at Shy Rojo, Shy underscore Rojo one. Did my little mask off shit. Shouts out to Sheezy for the assist. Um, but that was fun. And I had on that ABL5 panel. Shouts out to the nigga Jabari. He should be in town later this month. We going to see the Judge Mathis show. Hopefully while he's in town, I'll be able to get him on the podcast. I'm trying to get my boy Rob on the podcast, sneakerhead, collector. Um, he called me cool the other day. And, like, not in, like, an asshole way, like, in a way that I could possibly, you know, take seriously or respect. And I felt the way about it. You know, I was like, nice. That's what's up, Rob. It's good to get props from certain people. Certain people, they give you your their opinions on you, and you really don't give a fuck. But sometimes you get, you know, a thought from someone who you really may pay attention to or you really may care or you know what their response is to something it's it's a lot like listening or letting people listen to your personal music like you let somebody listen to some shit you made you don't just let anybody listen to some shit you made you let people that you think will give you some constructive criticism or give you something some kind of interesting feedback if you just run around listening to the opinions of douchebags i mean what the fuck you gotta have a, a, a you gotta have a standard of critique that you'll accept and that you'll pay attention to, and you gotta just write some motherfuckers off. Like some people can be like, oh, you know what, that's a good idea, and it's like, well, okay, thank you, I appreciate that. But when motherfuckers be trying to hate on shit, like you gotta consider if they're really somebody who has any information in the area that you're working in. I don't know, whatever. What up? Bianca's saying hi. It's hard to respond to people when I'm uh, recording the actual show. (laughs) But yeah, so like I was saying, haters. Anyway, um, so I missed out on the Silver Bullets today. Um, Don't listen to everybody. What up, Brandon? How you feeling, bro? Um... Darius said he on the way. Tell him come through. It's whatever. You can come through. Well, you you live out in the burbs and have kids and whatnot. Um, but yeah, 
I said respond to you. What up, cuz? Jesus. And I just typed something back. Hey, man, listen. Listen. Everybody calm down. And just relax. I saw the outfit that the baby had on. Shouts out to Deb. Designs by Deb. Everybody know you got kids. Shut up. Um... Uh, don't don't stop the practice, bro. That's that's there's a sign in here that says practice or suck. <laughs> but that's what's up. At least you in there. That's how you get good at shit. You would shop. Jasmine's used to practicing about stuff. Jasmine has been practicing on her makeup for years and has just really gotten to a point where she feels like she's in the pocket where it's like, you know what? I can go in here, bang, first application, I'm good. No erasing eyebrows and redoing lines and when it's good, I give her props on it. You know what I'm saying? Everybody's out here trying to be a uh what's the new hashtag I say? Uh it is uh it's MUA, makeup artist. <laughs> Do you have Jasmine? Do you hashtag your videos MUA a makeup artist? <laughs> I'm trying to. We're supposed to be coming up there this weekend for the Easter. That's what's up. Shouts out to the Easter egg hunt. Um, those who do have kids, look now. You gotta keep this to prom makeup coming up. Yeah, man. You might have to help some people out. To all those people doing prom makeup, uh, please be willing to come to the city. That's something else. Oh, my God. This is great that this came up. Um, If you live in the suburbs, you are, is makeup not one word? You just, oh, that's true. (laughs) Then what does MUA stand for? I need to ask Brittany what MUA stands for. I think MUA is supposed to be makeup artist. I don't know, though. I can never be sure. But yeah, so back to the Easter egg hunt. I want to touch on that real quick. Easter egg hunt is the fifth annual um, Lathan and Friends Easter egg hunt. Um, this year is probably going to be the warmest year ever. Two years two years ago, it was nice. Last year, it was nice. It was a little cold. It was really sunny. Um, that's what it stands for. But that's not grammatically correct. Look at Bradley saying grammatically correct. Holla at you. That's my sister right there. Nobody can deny Bradley's my sister when she uses words like grammatically correct. Um, But yeah, Easter egg is going to be raw. Um, I really think that my mom's... uh, Well, we don't have an Easter bunny, but we do have a... uh, Negative folks in the suburb need to really understand they must travel. Yeah, that's true. Okay, so hold on, hold on. Everybody slow down. I got to take this off because I need to talk about two points now. Hold on. So the Easter egg hunt is this Saturday. It's going to be raw. It's going to be like 70 degrees in Washington Park. It's going to be on the south side, but it's going to be safe. Uh, I had some west side niggas hating, talking about we don't like coming out to the south side because niggas get killed. It's Chicago, bruh. There are some parts of Chicago where everybody can get got. So that's the first thing. The second thing, it's really safe really peaceful everybody really be on a good behavior last night there last year there was an issue of a lady with a young child running around holding the child picking up all the eggs instead of letting the child run around and pick up the eggs themselves we'll have security there this year to mitigate those kind of issues but um yeah it's super fun um we don't have an easter bunny but we do have easter egg hunt just as a fun way to you know for kids to celebrate uh, the holiday, I put that in quotation marks as a very loose term, but um, that's the first thing. Second thing, if you live in the suburbs, 
you have to know that the city is where shit is popping, right? Like, you may have your reasons for living in the suburbs, like, you like cheap rent, or you don't like to have any kind of life after 10 o'clock, or you get a lot of space to do nothing on. But if you live in the suburbs, especially if you're in, like, the service industry, or you do something like, I don't know, makeup, maybe you should be willing to drive into the city and charge people 100 bucks for, like, a real face or some shit. You know what I'm saying? Like... Having people come out to you, number one, that's not going to be a good representation of your work because by the time they drive out to you, get their makeup done, they in the suburbs and driving back to the city. So they're going to have to get some kind of food because, number one, suburban fast food is always better. And number two, they're going to be in the car for another fucking hour getting back to where they got to go. So they already got to read it on makeup because if they're smart, they gotten something from Sonic or Culver's isn't bad. Um, suburban Taco Bell is better because they take more time making the shit. Um, but anyway, so they got to redo the makeup. They probably sweating because they watching the DV. They, they watching. They listening to music on the Bluetooth, and then they uh, they watching the directions on the GPS. And they tr- probably got hit by a trucker almost like three times. So by the time they get back to where they going, they didn't sweat it out half the shit. And then they taking pictures and posting it on Instagram and putting your name on it. So it would behoove you to just go out there, offer full service, you'll be around while they take pictures, you'll get it nice and tight, and then do it. Jesus. But yeah, Easter, I hear you. I've never done an Easter buddy suit. Uh, I'm not wearing that shit. Uh, You can dress up in it. Sure you can, Bianca. Um... They need to, yep, they need to go. And yeah, take good pictures too. Why charge underprivileged youth though? They need to be more people donating time, makeup, and dresses and shoes. All right, we're talking about two different things here. Um, nobody was talking about underprivileged youth. Who even brought up underprivileged youth? Nobody was even talking about underprivileged youth. What? Now, if we're talking about people who donate stuff to, um, why you have to cuss so much? I don't know. Um, anyway, when we're talking about people donating stuff to the youth uh, of, for prom, I mean, look up the red, the, what is it, the Glass Slipper Project? I've had, I know people who donate and, and work with that every year, but we're talking about people who are paying for makeup services now. Like, I appreciate the point and I get it, but... This conversation right now, we're talking about people who are willing to pay, like adults who go out and stuff like that. Charles, what up, bro? Um, longtime church homie. Um, somewhere he got really into like comic books and uh, and like skate culture and like uh, superheroes and stuff, which is super cool. But I just when I think about how I met him and like when we were younger, it's just interesting to see people when they get over when they get older. Uh, YouTube that shit and figure it out. Why I gotta figure it out? Bro, <laughs> what how did this become how to donate to inner city proms? Like I'm all about it. I don't have a problem with it. I've talked on this podcast before about trying to help guys dress better, but it's easier for guys in prom because you can rent um because you can rent tuxes and I guess girls you can't really rent an evening gown or you really don't want to because it's such a special night and a lot of girls if they have any flower left they might get some up a brown night <laughs> whatever um but yeah I mean 
see, th- see, that's a very fine line. Like what you're talking about, and I'm talking to my friend Leticia, who uh, or Leticia, sorry, I might have said her name wrong, um, from high school. Uh, haven't really talked since then. We, I mean, we keep up in Facebook and shit like that. But um, so she's talking about people donating time and donating things to prom, and that's awesome. Um, if you need something to be donated, as far as makeup, honestly, you probably need. To, oh, okay, thanks, Leticia. Leticia, yeah. Maybe she just said Letitia in high school because she didn't want to correct white people all day. And now she's like sticking to her more, sticking to it now. She's a strong Latino woman and you'll pronounce my shit right. I'm with that. That's what's up. Uh, <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, I forgot what I was going with that. But yeah, uh, it's a lot of makeup tutorials. <laughs> exactly. That's what's up. It's a lot of makeup tutorials online, man. Like, if you trying to, if you got to the point where you got to think about having somebody donate it, that would be nice. Like, no doubt. Like, it's just like the, if you saw the Hugs No Slugs uh, document, mini doc, whatever you want to call it that I did. Like, if you list the things on the list of homeless people importance, food would probably be one. Or shelter. Shelter would probably be one. Food would probably be second. And then clothing would probably be third. Maybe. But haircuts would be super low on the list. So it was a luxury. Like, oh, the Alita, who, uh, Inglewood Barbie, CEO, whatever she wants to call herself, of Hugs No Slugs, um, she put herself, uh, like, she did that as, like, an extra thing. Like, she was like, okay, well, let's give them some haircuts and let's get some people to donate. And hopefully the guys that went and donated did, like, some extra help. What up, Gilbo? Dream House. I don't get it. Say more. Um, is Dream House a strip club? I don't know. Dream House would be a good strip club name. Hello. Um, maybe cousin Deb could do that next year. Do a prom dress day and collect donations. Listen, go to Glass Slipper Project. Google that shit. Google Glass Slipper Project. I'm not saying they got to be the only act in town. I mean, somebody else could definitely do it. But uh, we getting off the topic. Like, can we talk about some ignorant shit? Jesus. Uh, Andrew's house, his dream home Is in the burbs? I don't know Not really Andrew's dream house is probably nowhere near Accidental contact with black people Hey uh, So what's next? Um, I heard that Swiss Beats And Pharrell Oh no, Pharrell and Timbaland are gonna do that beat battle That shit is gonna be major um, Timbaland probably regarded as one of the most awesome producers, period. In this corner, weighing in at upwards of 250 pounds. How about them paces? Don't start. Um, be very grateful that Paul George is still there. Okay, let's talk about that. My cousin Bianca is from... Um, is from Indianapolis or she lit no she's not I don't think she's from Indianapolis she lives in Indianapolis right now she's talking about how about them paper pacers y'all better pray Paul George stay there as long as possible if Paul George listen if the pacers get bounced in the first round Paul George uh his his tenure there is very 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 suspect um shouts out to uh my man Lance is Lance Lance Stevenson aka Bud Ready 
Shouts out to Boy Ready. That's my man right there. Check out that uh, interview he did. He was talking about, uh, they was like, man, he was like, man, sitting at home working on my injury. You know what I'm saying? And they gave me a call. They was like, Lance, you ready? And I said, what you mean? Boy Ready. <laughs> That's the funniest shit ever. Uh, they play the Cavs, it's over. Of course it is. Um, he's pushing it, Cousin Deb. I'm pushing it, Cousin? Really? First off, relax. Second, when did everybody become so PC and so we don't like cussing? Like, relax. Blackhawks. Um, what do I get to say about the Blackhawks? I really like my Blackhawks jersey. Um, I'm hesitant to say much about them because I'm not sure who's still on the team. Uh, I know my man Pat Kane is still there. Uh Pat Kane is probably on the top. <laughs> Thank you, Leticia. Pat Kane. Pat Kane's got some rape allegations, doesn't he? Right. Pat Kane's got a little bit of. He's got. He's got history of taking the pussy. No. No. I don't know. Pat Kane's up there with uh up there with Roethlisberger. You know. I like to take time to shit on white players the way that. Commentators and pundits always take time to shit on black players. You know what I'm saying? Like, whenever you bring up Mike Tyson, they're going to talk about the fact that he had a rape charge. Whenever you talk about, um, see, whenever they talk about, uh, they don't even really talk about Bill Cosby no more. So, you know, whenever I have a chance to literally just go ahead and stick it to him or bring some other shit up, I will take my time and rehash it. So, Shouts out to Ben Roethlisberger. Believe he's a left-handed quarterback. One of my favorites, but no means no, Ben. You know what I'm saying? And I'm pretty loose on my my you know female-male interactions. You know as far as sexuality, like you know my my barometer of sexual aggression is a little bit higher. You know, I've dealt with girls who like that. You know, there I believe that there are women who like the. I don't want to say like it taken. That's not what I'm going to say at all. But they do like a guy who, you know, comes into it. But the shade is dark. Laugh out loud. This Tay. Oh, well, what do you want me to do? Hold on. That's better, but not in a good way. It looks better for the camera. It's not supposed to look good for Facebook Live. It's supposed to look good for my Panasonic Lumix G6. I did this for all of you guys. Oh, that's for this. This doesn't look right. That's this camera. It looks better on the camera that's going to be on YouTube. Relax. Jasmine, you should know that there's different lights that... that um. There's different lights that look better for camera and different lights that look better for this thing. Relax. Um, anyway, um, Lil Wayne signed a Rockefeller. We've heard this before. Lil Wayne has signed and not signed and signed and not signed to Rockefeller about four or five times. I'm not taking off the sunglasses, bro. Like, what do you... Y'all know that I have a problem with one of my eyes. So I'm doing the whole music soul child thing, okay? I'm like blocking it out. Relax. Jesus. Got my mind going half crazy. What was I even talking about? Lil Wayne. Who? I need some good music from Lil Wayne to give a fuck or to, I'm sorry, to care where he signs. 
Like he could sign the Rock Nation and then put out a bunch of garbage. They look cool. Thank you, mom. And you rarely say that. Compliments from my mom are like solar eclipses. Uh, that's okay. Okay. I have a confession to make about that. I haven't listened to it yet. And I don't want to say, if you're reading the comments and following, then you can talk about that and you can make comments about it. But the album that she just asked me about, I haven't heard it yet. I'm very excited to hear it because I like Joe. Damn. Damn, I just said it anyway. But I haven't heard it yet. Um, that's a, did you listen to that? Did you listen to Joey Badass just because hip-hop guys listen to Joey Badass? Or are you saying that because, like, did you listen to that Smoke Dizza and, uh, Rob, where you at? Did you listen to that Smoke Dizza and, um, Pete Rock? That Don't Smoke Rock album? There go my eyes. See, and they looked weird there. I don't like it. I don't like it at all. But I'm gonna check it out. I need to, like, work out to it. Um, Lil Wayne signed a Rockefeller. We don't, he's done it before. We gotta see, hear some music and see if it sticks and if it actually happens. Um, you and Tay tag teaming. I think you need to check your wordage there, okay? Okay. Can we get a little context on that? You and Tay tag teaming. Slow down. Is that a pause or is that a say more or a say less? Something. Donald Trump. Donald Trump is doing. I, I mean, he claimed to be different, yet he's just fo- carrying out the the traditions and the bidding of the president that preceded barack obama he's he's very much so just like picking up where it left off no pause i bet i'm winking behind my glasses um but yeah like within the last six weeks not even that long he's done multiple that's judge being washed up is crazy oh shit yeah yeah, the Muslim judge that just got found. Was she a Supreme Court uh, judge? I was reading an article about her earlier. Um, did Trump really, uh, Trump authorized mission, accidentally bomb friendly Syrian forces, killing 18? I don't doubt it. I don't doubt it at all. Trump seems very much like one of those guys that, like, like every crew's got one that you know you can, like, gas up to do some dumb shit. Like, you could be like, hey, man, hey. Or, like, we used to do it. <laughs> That's a bad example. <laughs> That's a bad example. <laughs> but you all, everybody's got that friend that they can gas up to, like, do some shit. Or they could be like, hey, yo, she, you know she looking at you. You see her looking at you? Or, like, uh, hey, man, that nigga on some bullshit. That nigga on some bullshit. What topics, bruh? It was crazy and wasn't about one shot at like a day or two ago one shot at who was shot at who was shot at a judge trump's a puppet couldn't even remember who he bombed hilarious who was shot at i got some good ones and you talking about nonsense see you're coming in here trying to uh bully the conversation and this is a safe place, Bianca, okay? This is a safe space where people can come in and share ideas, okay? This isn't a place where one person can just come in and dictate the agenda, okay? 
This is a conservative conversation, okay? So I'm going to need you to take your microaggressions somewhere else, okay? My name is Jared. I identify with the uh, I identify with the gender terms he, him, um, them, they, I, him. I said him and he already. I don't know. Um, but who got shot? A bunch of Supreme Court justices? Listen, man, this nigga, listen, what you don't know is that Trump is both under the table and over the table. And I did that backwards. But he's he's under the table and over the table. You know why? Because that's what businessmen do, okay? They do shit that people are supposed to see, and then they do shit that they don't see. What was your topic that I skipped, Bianca? Huh? What was the topic? I told you about Lil Wayne. I told you about Lil Wayne. What else? You gonna make me go back in the archives? Got me going back in the archives to see what she brought up. Okay, let's check it out. Hold on, let's get my cousin some some uh, some the Pacers. Like I I'd be I reacted to the Pacers. I told you the Pacers better pray they make it past the first round. You got me hot and shit under the lights. The Pacers better pray they make it through the second round because if they don't, um, Paul George is going to the West Coast. That's what's gonna happen. And now my connection is acting up because Bianca is is wilding. But, um, yeah, Paul George, you better watch it because Paul George will leave on y'all ass. He's from the West Coast. He want to play in the West Coast. And um, that's the more competitive league. Oh, Charlie. Charlie face ass nigga. That's what's up. Charlie, uh, y'all stay strong and black and stay black. Hey, we ain't got no choice, baby. You know what I'm saying? Ain't got no choice. I'm going to stay black. Leticia going to stay brown. My mama going to stay on my nerves. Holla. Thanks for jumping in, though. Um, I was listening to that new Kodak Black, said Jared Never. Um, <laughs> what are we doing? What are we doing? What are we doing? I mean, you can always bleach. Come on, man. Like my man Sammy Sosa, like they say Charlemagne the God was doing. Can't even do it, man. A lot of island people be uh, bleaching their skin and stuff. It's rough. Um, but yeah, what else? Who is this? Charles. I seen. I remember Charles told me he broke his. Uh, he broke his wrist skateboarding, and then I think he got his wife's number, his wife's phone number on his skateboard. That was a great. That was a great story. That's a story you can have for a thousand years. Um. So I didn't get the silver bullets. I keep mentioning that because it just pisses me off. Um, I got another pair, though, but, you know, what are you going to say? It's not what I wanted. That's the sneaker game. Somebody else told me, you know, you know, there's another pair that's going to come out. Of course, there's going to be another pair that comes out. There's another pair that comes out every week. It's not about getting the next one that comes out. It's about getting the one that you want. Can you get the one that you want? That's what it's about. Broadcast keeps getting interrupted. It's not my fault. It only got interrupted once for me. For me, for me, the broadcast only got interrupted once. Um, it was a lot of talk about Red Lobster. Leticia, do you eat at Red Lobster? If a guy picked you up and took you to Red Lobster, would you, would you, what would you think? Would you be like, hey, you know what? Tonight I'm eating Cheddar Bay biscuits and I'm probably gonna get a uh, Long Island iced tea or would you just like totally say forget it 
You know A lot of people act like Red Lobster is cheap Number one And a lot of people act like You can just pick and choose Who you want to go out on a date with Dates, dates don't happen for everybody Being picky Now you don't want to go to Red Lobster It's Lobster Fest right now Some good teeting As my uncle uh, Willie James would say Red Lobster I would go to Red Lobster If a girl took me to Red Lobster If a girl was like Hey Jared So I want to take you out to dinner Because I think you're really cool I listen to your podcast You wear really cool sunglasses And I'd like to take you to dinner At Red Lobster You know what I'd say Pick When do I pick you up For Red Lobster I'm all about it I'm going to go I already know what I'm probably going to get I'm going to get A Caesar salad I'm gonna. I'm only gonna get eat. I'm. I'm only gonna eat two biscuits before my actual food comes. Because once my actual food comes, there may be something on there that requires some biscuit assistance of some kind, some kind of sopping tool, or some kind of assistance onto the fork that you then eat from both. But um, I'm not turning down a, a dinner at Red Lobster now. If she is a big fan of Red Lobster because she likes seafood and that's the only place she knows to get seafood, then that's a different conversation. That's a different conversation. That may be something that we can look into and talk about because there are other seafood places. Red Lobster is not the creme de la creme of seafood places. No. It probably shouldn't be as celebrated as it is. I think the issue with people in Red Lobster is that they associate it with going there after church or a lot of people go there like after their graduation for some reason. Like it's this like super fancy spot. And Red Lobster isn't it's really priced above the like priced above the product. Like Like, going to Red Lobster and paying for a meal is like paying for Jordans and getting some kids or some bullshit. I don't really know what to compare it to, but it's not good. It's okay. But I think there's a way you have to turn down that date. Personally. Fuck me. What do I know? Yeah, it's a big ass jug of water. But um, yeah, I'm gonna get done. What is that? Is that why is that not working? The Xfinity signal isn't stronger, I don't think. But this is gonna stop for a minute, and then it's gonna start back up. But. To the people who watch this on YouTube, the the true audience, um, of course, the streaming thing is cool, but you can never predict that. And people were saying that the connection was bad, so what are you going to do about technology? But, okay, um, Red Lobster, Donald Trump's dropping bombs on motherfuckers, that's no good. You really need to get, like, all your traveling out of the way. Because it's going to be difficult to travel soon. Unless you're, like, super paid. 
Super paid. Leticia, is it better? I don't know. Um, that Supreme Court justice got drowned. Um, I've been watching the Gerard Carmichael show, which isn't horrible, but it's kind of predictable. And he kind of makes himself annoying in it. Uh, Bill O'Reilly is going on vacation. What do you do now? Bill O'Reilly's always on some dumb shit. Let's go back to the first page, see what's on here. Hold on. Don't try to slow me. Yeah, man. Mike, okay. So, who here works out? Anybody here go to the gym? No? Nobody here goes to the gym? So, my trainer at the gym, this guy who trains my my Wednesday class, plays a lot of Beyonce. Which is fine because sometimes I'm outnumbered in the class. So, like, there's more women than me. There's more women than guys. So he'll play the Beyonce stuff to, like, keep the women interested or get them hyped up or whatever, whatever, whatever. But then they get to, number one, they don't be working that hard. And some of them work hard. Some of them be in there kind of bullshitting like they know they're not going to be here next week. And then some of them really be in there, like, doing it. You know what I'm saying? But it's like, like, even, like, okay, so my trainer, right? Like, so, oh, no. Okay, okay. So, I got a trainer. My boxing trainer is Jasmine. Look out for our documentary. Um, I don't know what we're going to call it yet, but look out for it. So, she, um... She works out to, like, rap music. Sometimes she'll let me DJ. I'll put some fucking fire on, you know what I'm saying? Keep the motherfucking workout party going. And then sometimes she'll play her own music, which is still, you know what I'm saying? She does House of Pain. She does um, some Pac. She does a little Nas block, for which I go crazy. (laughs) It's usually, like, right around the time of my second win. And then, um, like, she plays good music. But, like, this guy trainer that I have on Wednesday, I don't want to blow him up. The guru, the fitness guru. Like, he plays, like, he his music is really only just for the ladies. He really, like, he plays a little bit. I guess he's, I'm, I'm thinking he's from Atlanta. I didn't say anything. I'm just, I, I think he's from Atlanta. So, the majority of, like, the hard music that he'll play will be, like, some Pastor Troy shit or... Some, you know, knock if you buck. Like, some Atlanta shit, basically, is what I'm trying to say. But, um... You need to lay off the fucking... The damn, um... The damn Beyonce, man. Like, I'm in there... I'm the only one in there burning a thousand calories. Can I get some jams in this piece? I think I deserve it. I feel like the person who burns the most calories, which I didn't burn the mo- I'd burn the most calories today, too. But the person who burned the most calories should be able to pick the music and inspire a little competition. And having me DJ is a blessing, really. God bless you. It's a blessing. Because I keep the party going. What do you mean? Fume. Shouts out to my Fume fam. But yeah, man. Niggas wildin'. Just wilding on the row holster. But what are you going to do? Um, I got some other topics. The Bulls made the playoffs, but who cares? 
Um, they need to be worried about Jimmy leaving just like they need to be worried, just like the Pacers need to be worried about Paul George leaving. Those shoes he got on, those, those shoes he got, uh, those, that new shoe he got out, uh, I don't really know about that. But um, they're okay. Rest in peace, Charlie Murphy. Charlie Murphy. Listen, the, if you haven't, obviously everybody is going and watching the Chappelle show. And Comedy Central, if they're smart, they need to be running that shit like nonstop, honestly. But um, if you have the if you have like the set, and you have like the backstage, the uh, the like the outtakes and all of that shit, Charlie Murphy's outtakes where he tells like these other stories. He tells this one story about um. I can't remember the dude's name. It was some dude that they used to mess with back in the late 80s, early 90s. But they used to, like, talk about him, and he used to get all upset, and he used to get drunk, and then he used to, like, I don't know. One night, they just whooped his ass, though. Like, one night, they got tired of that shit, and they was just like, yo, man, if you keep talking crazy, we're going to fuck you up. And they kept their promise. <laughs> and this nigga Charlie Murphy tells the whole story. Some of the funniest shit ever. Um, honestly, they showing all the Rick James shit, but one of Charlie Murphy's best skits or sketches was the the haters. And I think Patrice O'Neal was on a couple of those. Shouts out to Patrice O'Neal, gone too soon. But they back up there together now, killing shit. Um, what? None of them. Yuck. Am I the only one that doesn't find Christy Teigen that attractive? Like she's okay, but like not like I'm. I'm sure she's like super cool, and that's always important in a woman. But like, let's. I, I know she was a model or whatever, but come on. Let's just let's just put things into perspective. Her face can be a little weird in some shots. And I don't know why I'm an animal for saying that. Why am I penalized for throwing a little honesty out there? You know? But I don't know. What are you going to say? Um, yeah, working out has been awesome. It makes me feel better. Oh, let's talk about my deprivation, my sensory deprivation tank visit. So that shit was raw. If you don't know what a sensory deprivation tank is, let's start there. So um, let's break it down. So sensory is obviously. So sensory is obviously your senses. So your eyes, uh, your ability to hear, your ability to see, your ability to feel and touch. Your ability to smell. Deprivation, of course, is to take away something, to disable something, to deprave. So sensory deprivation tanks is a tank that you go into. The water is 90, between 96 and 98 degrees, I believe, which is the the temperature of the body, the, the average the average surface tension, the average surface temperature of the human body. So, and it's uh, it's filled with salt water, like an obscene amount of salt water. So much salt water that it is hard to sit on your butt inside the construction that they have. 
let's describe the construction. Um, it is like a hotel ice dispensing thing, you know, where you open up the big freezer door and it's on an angle. It's like one of those, but it's bigger and a human fits inside of it. So you climb in there and you turn around, you turn your feet towards the door. Well, you got to shower first. So the rooms are super cool because the rooms have a shower in them. And then you shower, you open the curtain, turn around, and then you go right into the tank. So that was cool uh, because you have to go into the tank naked. No problem. Nobody's in there to watch you or to look at your little pee-pee float or your boobies. Um, So you wash, go get in there. um, And basically what happens is you close it and it's completely dark. You put on earplugs. You need to put on the earplugs before you shower so that you can make sure that your uh, make sure it's airtight so that you don't want to get salt water in your ears. Um, and then you get in there, and it's totally dark, so you don't have to close your eyes, but eventually, if you're being totally relaxed, you will. Um, the water is the exact same temperature of your body. You're going to float around for a little bit because that's what the, the, the salt adds a obscene amount of buoyancy to the water. So you literally feel like you're floating uh, because you literally not you don't literally feel like you're floating. You literally are floating. Um, so you're going to float around in this small spot for a little bit. But once your body settles, If you become really still, and my secret was just to focus on my breathing. It was just just focusing on in and out, my eyes closed, my limbs relaxed, and besides the fact that you are in total darkness, I mean, can't see your hand in front of your face, you're in total silence, so all you hear is the air coming in and out of your body. You begin to hear your heartbeat, and that normalizes after a certain amount of time. The water is the exact same temperature as your skin. So there, if you, if you completely calm yourself, there is a point where you literally feel like you are floating. And I've used the term floating differently but uh, many times. But up until this point, you're pretty clear or aware that you're floating in water. But there is a transition where you forget that you're in water and you feel like you are just encompassed in, like you're floating in midair almost. It was amazing. I held that, I held, I can't, I went in and out of that state. And it was probably, like I want to say, because I was in there for an hour. And I want to say the lapses in that state probably lasted maybe like, five or ten minutes and I was in there an hour and I had about three or four of them so admittingly there was about 20 or 30 minutes where you're just in there floating trying to chill trying to calm yourself and in that sense in that time it is very relaxing um, I see why athletes do it because it really like allows your joints to like stretch out, which was a bad thing for me because I had just suffered like a rotator cuff injury. If you follow my social media, you've heard about this already. But um, during that time, when the uh, when I was floating. 
shit just felt horrible. Like it was, it was aching. I had to like literally physically lift it and place it on my stomach to relieve the pressure from my shoulder, which helped a lot. Like that made it feel that that made it a little bit easier. But definitely an awesome experience. Like, um, I would suggest that if I had the money to, I'd probably float like you know like once a month at least, for sure once a month. I did try to explain it to myself as just like a really fancy nap, but it's more than that. Obviously, it's more than that. Um, but yeah. Five Guys Burgers. Five Guys Burgers is awesome. I've never been to Five Guys, honestly, because they don't do a turkey burger last time I was there. And I eat turkey burgers. I don't eat beef. What are you going to say? You got a problem? There's this old dude at work who loves to give me problems about not eating pork. Like, bruh, I don't even, I'm not even one of those kind of Trump, one of those kind of um, pork, not non-pork eaters. Like, I don't like rubbing in niggas' faces. I don't be like, hey, man, you eat pork? What? What? You know, the motherfucking white man made pork to kill our people. I don't even be on that shit. I just be like, nah, I mean, if we gonna order pizza, I'd prefer a veggie. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. I don't wanna tell you what I got, but I'm gonna tell you what I got. Look what I just got. Look what I just got. I'm gonna show you what I just got. Can you see what I just got? Oh, be humble. Bitch, sit down. It's that new Kendrick album. The boy Rob posted it too, which makes me wonder about his sources of information. Because I don't think a lot of people got this. Not saying I'm special, but they got U2 on there, got Riri on there. Got Zakari on there, and that's it. Three features on 14 tracks. Damn. Damn. Get top on the phone. No. Said it won't be long. I got jigaboos. Where did we go wrong? Get top on the ball. I know I'm not. I'm probably not supposed to say that, but say it won't. I'm a gangster. So I'll be listening to that for the next three days, probably. You know how music comes and goes nowadays. It's like, oh, that new shit came out. I'm gonna bump that for the next ten hours until all oh, that new shit came out. I'm gonna bump that for the next. 10 hours. I mean, are we denying the fact that Jay-Z is obviously coming up with an album? He's probably going to let Nas live this summer if that Nas album really comes out. But, um, I mean, Jay-Z doesn't put out music for no reason ever. So he's, he's if he's putting out these tracks, he's probably going to do some music, right? I think so. My man Mike's stunting over here in Italy, killing shit. I need an out-of-town trip. I need to go out of town. I haven't gone out of town in a long time. I'm going to go out of town. Go see my nigga E. Go see Monica. Shouts out to Monica. 
ex-girlfriend hit me out of nowhere on her birthday on some other shit. I'm not going to say much more about it. I'm just going to leave it at that. But, man, hit me on some other shit. But whatever. I didn't trip. America's first female judge was found dead, floating in fucking... That shit, man. That shit's heavy. Authorities identified the body of Sheila Abdul Salam, the first ever female Muslim judge in U.S. history, floating in the New York Hudson River on Wednesday. Salam was 65 years old and was reported as missing from her residence in Harlem earlier in the day. Witnesses spotted her body floating in the river around 1.45 p.m. The police identified her. No obvious signs of trauma or injuries indicating that criminality or foul. What the fuck you mean? Who, why do you need that? She was a pioneer through her writings, her wisdom, and her unshaken. That is fucked up, bruh. And what is, is Trump going to make a statement? This shit is frustrating for real, for real. Like, I want to know if Trump's going to make a statement. I want to know how he feels about this. I want to know if he's going to fucking back it. This is tough. I want to, I, I, I can't, I don't need to shout anybody out for posting it because everybody's posting it, but that shit is crazy. That nigga Derrick Rose is hurt again. That nigga is like the Rose who grew from concrete and broke and grew and broke and grew and broke and grew. What is he going to do now? Is he going to break again? This shit is like scary, honestly. He was killing, though. He definitely was killing. But it also kind of makes me feel like he might be a, a little bit of a piece of shit because this stuff doesn't happen. Well, it does. Happen. Bad things always happen to good people. But, like, does he have, like, some kind of terrible karma coming back around? Like, this sounds like one of them stories where this nigga be getting big in his britches and then God be coming and saying, hey, nigga, slow down. <laughs> slow down, my nigga. Slow down. Let me take this little knee away real quick. Pow. Damn. It's bogus. LeBron James to help open public schools for at-risk kids in Akron. That's what's up. He really takes hold of his shit. Hopefully all them niggas do that, man. I hope uh, D-Wade do that shit. Hope everybody do it, goddammit. But, yeah. Um, What else do we need to talk about real quick before I get out of here and listen to this Kendrick? Y'all better be humble. Y'all better stop playing and be humble, man. Y'all better be humble, man. On the real, for real, be humble, man. That's what I tell them. That's what I try to tell my young boys. I tell them, be humble, man. You know what I'm saying? None of this shit is promised, man. You know what I'm saying? This whole thing will go up tomorrow, especially with this nigga Trump in him, man. You know what I'm saying? Keep staying on your P's and Q's, family. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? You gotta stay ahead of the gotta stay ahead of the fushnikins. You know what I'm saying? Don't fall to the shenanigans. 
You know what I'm saying? That's what you got to do. And you always got to move your hand like that when you're talking some fly pimping. Because that's how they know it's real. Hmm. Stop playing. Stop playing. Feel me? Ha <laughs> ha. Hmm. Throw a couple of them in that tube for good measure. Huh? So they know it's real. Hmm. Kind of sound like Roger Dangerfield now. Huh. Been working on his impression. Huh. That's a tough crowd. Um, I got to start this over, don't I? Yep. And that's fine. I don't mind starting it over. That's what you always got to be willing to do. You can't never be too scared to just be like, you know what? Let's just start over. Anybody out there have people that don't like them? Fuck them. No, I'm joking. My man Darius said something the other day. He was like, uh, he said something about being humble, man. And it's just like, that shit ain't for everybody. You see what trying to be humble did to Kobe? You see what trying to be humble did to Darth Vader? Gotta go inside your muse cage, baby. I gotta rewatch that video because I'm not sure even I know what Kobe Bryant was talking about when he was talking about his muse cage, but it's Kobe Bryant. So you gotta take it with a grain of greatness, right? I don't know. Email me your questions, email me your comments. That Facebook thing was cool, but my cousin Bianca was tripping a little bit. Keep it a thousand. But, um, yeah. Thank you guys for listening to the uh, to the Rojo show. Shouts out to um shouts out to Sofrito. Although I ain't, I ain't talked to Jessica in a little bit. Get in contact with me, Jessica. Let me know something so I know we still in cahoots. You know what I'm saying? I want to feel good about the business. I want to feel good about the relationship. You know what I'm saying? Um, shouts out to her. Shouts out to Designs by Deb. Check out the Facebook page. She'll have some kind of other web presence uh, available soon. Um, shouts out to Fruve. I really haven't talked to her about being a sponsor, but I really fuck with Daisy Smoothies. And it's no, it's no hurt to support a black business. Um, but, yeah, um, shouts out to them. This is episode, I didn't even look that up. Soul Code. 63? Is it 63 or 64? 63. Pow, yeah. Episode 63 of the Rojo Show. Check it out. SoundCloud, iTunes. Um, it's everywhere. I'm everywhere. Check me out on Insta- uh, Instagram. I just did the Mask Off Challenge. Um, that shit was kind of raw. A lot of people liked it. Got on that ABL5 panel. That is available for sale. Um, but yeah, thanks for checking me out. Thanks for looking at the show. This is me. Um, thanks for checking out. And as usual, if you're not sharing, you are not a fan. One.